Welcome to the Wedding Digest by Wedbooker, the podcast that covers the exciting, challenging, and sometimes stressful aspects of planning a wedding, bringing you inspiration and advice from a wedding planner and other industry guests to help you save time, money, and your sanity. Brought to you by wedbooker.com, the place to book your dream wedding team with over 400 professional suppliers and venues at your fingertips. Hi guys, welcome to season two of the Wedding Digest. I'm Lucy, a producer and presenter, and with me is the amazing Ali, head wedding planner at Wedbooker. How good is it to be back? Oh my gosh, thank you so much for joining us, guys. We are so excited to be back for another season, bringing you all my tips on wedding planning and also some amazing interviews with some of our favorite wedding suppliers and guests. Yes, today we're going to talk about winter weddings, quite timely given that we are in the middle of winter. Now, most couples obviously try to avoid getting married in the cooler months, but there are so many benefits to tying the knot out of prime wedding season. So, Ali... I'm really excited to hear what these are. Let's get into it. So, Ali, we've spoken about this a bit. So, we are expecting the year of the wedding in 2021, following, of course, the postponement of many weddings this year. And I have to say, I'm so excited for the year of the wedding. But, of course, it does mean that dates throughout the traditional wedding season will be snapped up pretty quickly at wedding venues. So, do you think because of this, we will see a rise in winter weddings next year? Yeah, I would say so. As you said, I just think with so many brides having to postpone their plans from this year, most of them are going to be looking for a new date in 2021. And as we've said before, there are only so many dates available in the year. So a few brides will probably be pushed into um, the winter months. Plus, he's hoping that the winter season next year also means we see our international borders reopen, which means our amazing friends and family from overseas can hopefully rejoin weddings again. Yeah, absolutely. That is definitely going to be a bonus as well. And I guess the alternative is then pushing a wedding back to 2022. But gosh, if you had planned to get married in 2020, two years is a long time to wait to have to oh, tie the knot. It's, it's so too long. Obviously, winter weddings have been less popular in the past for obvious reasons. The cold and wet is outshined by the spring summer and autumn months, you know, beautiful flowers and warmer weather. But Mm. there are some benefits for couples and guests considering a winter wedding. Yeah, definitely. You know, I think it's funny how we automatically think winter means rain because it's often quite the opposite here in Australia. Like there are some parts of Australia where the rainy season is actually summer, but we're so conditioned to think, you know, summer in Australia is all beach and sunshine and it's often just not that way. So sometimes opting for a winter wedding means you're more likely to have those beautiful blue skies. Another big advantage of getting married in winter is your makeup won't melt off your face. So in summer, (laughs) this is a huge factor. Um, The heat and the sweat, gosh, we've all been to weddings where the poor men who are in their suits and they're standing up at the end of the aisle, absolutely scorching and dripping in sweat. (laughs) All shirts off on the dance floor. That's happened quite a number of times (laughs) at weddings I've been to. (laughs) It's a must to the summer wedding. But it's often the winter weddings that people can actually be more comfortable and especially the boys um, in that case. Unless you're in a really cold area, um, if you're talking about doing a winter wedding in New Zealand, then yes, you're going to need a few layers. But if you're going to be in Queensland or in New South Wales, you know, even in Victoria in some parts, if it is a beautiful blue sky, 
and it is sunny, you, you don't need heaps and heaps of layers because the sun will keep you warm and they'll keep your guests warm. Yeah, that's true. I guess I do associate winter with not only rain, but also just being freezing, freezing cold. But you're right. Usually winter days aren't too bad across some states. I would say southern states are definitely a lot cooler during the day. Yeah. But I guess it's more that nighttime chill. But there are definitely ways around that and ensuring all your guests remain comfortable. But before we talk about that, what about other benefits for couples? Because surely if you are marrying outside the prime wedding season, there are some financial benefits as well. Oh yeah, of course. You can't forget the savings you're you're most likely to make if you're holding a wedding in winter. It's sort of considered off season. So if you think about going to the snow um, in off season, the ticket prices or um, lift passes or um, accommodation is going to be much cheaper. It's sort of similar for wedding venues as well. Winter's considered their off season. So Some venues might remove a venue hire fee or they'll offer you a discount or just a cheaper winter rate purely for holding your wedding out of their prime season. And you can get a little bit smart with this as well because if you're looking at booking, let's say, the last week of winter, you might still get winter rates and then one week later when it's the first week of spring, you could possibly be paying 20% more and there's only a seven-day difference in the booking. So I think there are so many savings that can be made in a winter wedding. Some suppliers and things like photographers and um, florists, look, I don't think that there are necessarily huge savings to be made there. Those suppliers will be working just as hard. Most of your savings will definitely come from the venue um, if you're booking that in winter. But on the supplier side of things, I guess there is a higher chance that your chosen or your favorite or your top suppliers are more likely going to be available in in the uh, less popular months for weddings. So the winter months, you've got a higher chance of your suppliers being available. Yeah, definitely. I mean, generally we say try and book everything in 12 months, you know, eight months in advance if you're doing something in prime season. If you do want your dream squad and your dream suppliers, if you're looking at a winter wedding, it can really shorten that time. So even if you're looking at doing a really quick turnaround for your wedding, um, booking it in winter can, as you said, mean you get your dream suppliers because they'll have more availability for you. True. And the other thing, when we talk about benefits for guests as well, and if you are of that age group where you seem to have weddings every weekend and we suddenly went through that for a couple of years, you sort of do experience a little bit of wedding fatigue. I mean, you always enjoy the weddings, but it is like back-to-back weddings. Whereas if you are getting married in winter, you do have a bit of a gap between your wedding and and a previous wedding that your guests have been to, meaning maybe the anticipation and the excitement is even higher. I definitely agree with this. I think (laughs) the same. You go all winter and you've got no weddings and then you hit sort of that sort of spring season. It's like, oh, there are so many weddings. And that one or two, you're just so excited to see all your friends again and get everyone together. So rather than putting your wedding in that prime season, if you're you know, a lot of your friends might be end up getting married around the same time. Opting for a winter wedding gives everyone an amazing excuse to get together in the middle of winter when they might not have seen each other in that sort of space or in that sort of environment for possibly months. Like so fun. hundred percent. I think there's definitely benefit there. Okay. And also, I mean, we do associate summer and spring with, you know, an autumn with beautiful florals and color and everything, but a wedding winter can be equally as special and also offer its own uniqueness if you embrace 
that, you know, in winter, everything is so lush and green. And if it does rain, it can even add that romance to the day. So let's talk about some winter florals and colors and trends that couples can consider to bring their day to life. Yeah, I so agree. The trends for a winter wedding really depend on what region you're in and what's what's in season. Um, So when we talk about florals, I think picking the flowers that are in season is definitely going to be budget friendly and it means that you can have a huge amount of florals present at your wedding. Look, generally speaking, I think winter weddings, we do see those amazing deep reds and burgundies and rich Mm. greenery and, you know, some pops of white. It's just truly romantic and so breathtaking. But look, with that being said, you don't have to opt for deep colored florals and, and deep table settings and golds. If you love the look of soft pastels and all white or even that boho dried floral look, there are no rules to say you can't still have this at a winter wedding. I would just suggest picking a venue that allows you to build your dream wedding and your dream vision. So if you are looking at cost cutting, then perhaps it is better to go with what is in season. And as you say, you can get some amazing, those deeper, richer colors in winter. But if that's not your vibe and you do want to go for something brighter, then that can be done. Yeah, definitely. No matter what the season, you should just stick with the style that you love and the style that you want at your wedding day. I would totally embrace the winter side of things, I think. Yeah, me too. I love it. (laughs) Okay. So what about the the all important dress? And I know a lot of brides would worry about getting married in the middle of winter because they don't want to be cold. And so do you need to change the dress for a winter wedding? I don't think so. I mean, firstly, how beautiful is a long sleeve dress? I always thought growing up that I would get married in a long sleeve dress. It was my dream. Um, I loved the look. I just think they're so so elegant and so beautiful and grand, but you don't have to go for a long sleeve dress just because it's a winter wedding. I think it's just a matter of making sure that your dress suits your venue and also the style of your wedding. So if you are going for a venue or a wedding space that is a bit more of a summer feel, even though it's in winter, it would look a bit silly if you were in a very heavy long sleeve dress in that space. So I think your dress yeah. more should be more styled to your venue and to your actual wedding rather than the season you're in. That being said, if it is going to be a really cold, icky day or if it is going to be raining, a really cute little puffy coat or a cape or some sort of throw to keep you warm after the ceremony and maybe between photos before you get to the cozy reception space would probably be a really good idea. That's the other thing to remember if you are getting married in winter. It's unlikely that your um, reception is going to be held outside. Uh, it's more likely you are going to be inside, in which case um, the venue knows how to cater for those seasons and will ensure that the room is at an appropriate temperature Mm -hmm. so you won't be freezing inside. And I actually know there are some amazing venues that even have open fireplaces inside. Like yeah, that's so dreaming at a winter wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so we've spoken about the bride and ensuring she's comfortable, but how do you also cater to your guests to ensure that they're comfortable in cooler and potentially wet climates as well? I guess if you are on the east coast, so you know northern New South Wales, uh, Queensland, then it's not so big a deal because, as you say, those winter days under the blue skies are generally uh, warm enough to be comfortable. But certainly in our southern parts of Australia 
and for example, Tasmania, Victoria, South Australia, they do get very cool during the day and even colder at nighttime, that's Mm. for sure. So what are some things you can think about to ensure that they are comfortable? Look, I always think it's a good idea to let your guests know what the average temperature is on your wedding day. So you can easily just Google that and look for the average That's a good idea. Yeah, or the average temp on, say, you know, July 15 and put that on the invite. So you can say, hey, we're getting married on July 15 in Tassie. The average temp on this day is around this, just so they can be fully prepared and dressed appropriately. Also let them know really important details, like if you're getting married inside or outside, because this might also affect what they wear. Yeah. A bit of extra information to help them make sure that they wear something warm or they wear something appropriate. On the flip side, if you are having a winter wedding and you're concerned about the cold, so you've got the ceremony happening inside and then also the reception happening inside with a beautiful fireplace, let them know too because you don't want them to come with you know a whole heap of layers and the whole wedding to be inside and then they're potentially overdressed as well. So it kind of works on both sides. I just think the more information you can give them to help them dress appropriately, the better. And look, yeah. if you are outside um, and you're trying to make your make sure your guests are comfy, you can put some really cute blankets on the seats at the ceremony or light that fire in the reception. You can probably even hire some gas heaters to put around if the venue would allow it. Yeah, I would definitely. I think gas heaters is a great idea. Another idea too mm-hmm. is if your uh, reception is inside and, you know, they have catered with a fireplace and some warmth in the room, ensuring that there's a cloakroom is another way uh, that guests mm-hmm. can bring jackets so they're warm for the outdoor and the transferring between venues, but then they don't have to worry about where they're going to put their jackets. Yeah. And just ask your venue. And if they don't have cloaking, then they might be able to set something up for you, but that's a really good tip. And another tip, actually, I picked this up from Olivia Molly Rogers when we chatted with her. Uh, Originally, she was having an October wedding in Melbourne. And as we know, the, the weather is so unpredictable, even at that time of the year. So her suggestion was for her outdoor ceremony was to have a number of clear umbrellas too for her guests just in case the rain did come and they look so beautiful in photos Um, they do so romantic okay so let's talk about locations for a winter wedding so obviously not every venue and location is going to be suited to a wedding in the cooler months for example a beach probably wouldn't recommend (laughs) that so what are some locations that are best suited to a winter wedding for our brides and grooms who are considering those cooler months? Well, look, I guess a beach wedding, unless you're in North Queensland, yeah. isn't such a good idea in, in winter. <laughs> if you're in New South Wales or if you're in Melbourne, um, in Victoria, then look, opting for a beach wedding is, isn't isn't probably the best idea. But um, I, I would suggest maybe think wineries. Um, they're just absolutely beautiful over winter or oh, yeah. for the warmer location. So if you do really want to have a beach wedding, go up to Queensland because you know it's going to be warmer up there. And also in Queensland, sometimes having a winter wedding is a better option so your guests aren't actually sweltering because it just gets too hot up there um, over summer. So you'd actually have to look at some of the venue rates because that's actually prime time for some of the um, Queensland venues as well. But I also think winter weddings and some that I have loved in the past have been in old castles and barns. And I've actually even done one that's been at a cherry blossom 
blossom farm and gosh, it was so oh my superb. Gosh. The photos Where was the cherry blossom farm? In Victoria. Um, I'll put a link on it in the Instagram page. It is just the pictures are just like nothing else you've ever seen. Yeah, um, that's I incredible. If you are in Melbourne, possibly heading towards like the Mornington Peninsula, they've got some really amazing venues as well that work well in winter. Also for a winter wedding, farm locations, country locations, even if it's not a winery, a beautiful. I went to a wedding at Mona Farm just uh, about an hour out of Canberra and that was just stunning, Mm. incredible because it was quite beautiful and green. They had the farm animals out as well and just like acres and acres of land and it was just just beautiful. So if a winery isn't your thing, then um, perhaps consider a country venue as well. Yeah, and I think a lot of the farm venues these days do have those beautiful old barns that have converted into reception spaces too. So you can keep your guests (laughs) nice and warm inside the barn as well and they're so cool. Like the rigging and the things you can do in the roof there and the installations, often it is just limitless less what you can do in those beautiful old barns. So I agree, a farm wedding in winter, and oh, so amazing. I know, Ali, you've done so many uh, winter weddings. And so if people want to be a little bit more specific, we've given like a general idea of what uh, location would be best suited to a winter wedding. But do you have a list of your top winter wedding venues around the country? Oh gosh, um, I'll go state by state maybe. Um, in New South Wales, just, I just can never go past Hopewood Estate. I think the venue works mm. in um, all seasons, but in winter it is truly beautiful. It does give you that farm feel. It can be a bit chilly, but it's really made for it as well. You feel so snug and warm when you're there. Wallalong mm. House, which is actually up in the Hunter Valley. So if you're thinking about um, vineyards, it's not actually a vineyard itself, but there are so many vineyards around it. Um, it is a beautiful space. They actually have a big clear marquee on site that comes part of the package that looks out over a farm. So you feel like you're inside in the warmth, but you can still see everything outside around you. It is a truly beautiful space. Maybe head up to North Queensland, mm. um, to some of the warmer areas like Byron Bay, Byron Bay Surf Club, Google it. It is it is amazing. Um, or Byron View Farm, which a lot of people do know about. They also have one of those beautiful clear marquees. Oh, gorgeous. Um, in Victoria, gosh, there are so many amazing venues in Victoria. I was actually speaking to a beautiful bride last week and they're getting married at Rupert on Rupert. It is just the most breathtaking space and it has an open fire. So if you're looking for an open fire, Rupert and Rupert is one to check out. Um, They actually have an indoor ceremony spot on site and then also the um, reception space too. So if it's raining or if it's freezing cold, as it can sometimes be in Melbourne, um, you can actually have the entire event inside, which is a huge win. God, I can't forget there's actually the most beautiful chapel up in Palm Cove called Alamander Chapel. It is just amazing and I think in Palm Cove it would be still nice and warm. It is this tiny little quaint white chapel. Again, jump onto Google, give it a search or check it out on Wedbooker. It is just the cutest little space and I actually have been to a winter wedding there and it was just so delightful. Look, and I don't think you can really go wrong in South Australia either. They have so many beautiful venues in the Barossa, in Adelaide Hills, Clare Valley and McLaren Vale. You are just so spoiled for choice over there if um, vineyards and wine country is your thing. It's just so stunning. And obviously Qualia, Hamilton Island, you really can, I think, for a beautiful winter wedding, just chase the sun and find a warmer spot. Just make sure you avoid any of the wet seasons. Um, Or if you are going for a winter wedding, opt for a beautiful vineyard or a castle or something that just truly embraces that winter feel. 
just embrace the cold. I think that's what I'd do. It's so beautiful as well. Like some of those spaces and I look castles, I think for winter is just the ultimate is a true princess vibe. So jump on um, Google or on Wedbooker and have a look at some of the castle venues. You will be absolutely blown away and what you can do for a winter wedding in one of those. Well, I think we've sort of covered um, winter weddings and how they can actually be wonderful and something that you should consider if you are still wanting to get married next year, but your dates in spring or autumn or summer aren't available, suddenly a winter wedding is definitely worth considering. I know. And we missed out on all the beautiful winter weddings this year. So, you know, all the brides that did have amazing winter weddings planned in 2020, we do feel for you and we hope that you still get that dream day next year. And we promise it will be just as magic. If you are looking for that perfect winter wedding venue, then jump onto Wedbooker and let us know how many guests you want to have and maybe what your budget is. And we can come back to you and let you know what the perfect venue might be for you. We'll send you back a few options and then you can choose from there which one might be the most suitable but it's the easiest way to find a space that is not only picture perfect but works within your budget thanks for joining us for episode one of season two of the wedding digest we hope you guys can join us again next week when we have an exciting guest on the podcast we'll reveal who the guest is on our instagram so make sure you're following wedbooker if you have any questions about wedding planning or your wedding journey i'm more than happy to answer them just shoot me a dm we'll be back in your ears next week guys bye thanks for listening to the wedding digest podcast brought to you by wedbooker if you like what you hear be sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast and let us know what you think by leaving a review. You can also find us on the gram at Wedbooker to start planning your dream wedding or for one-on-one wedding advice from Ali, head to wedbooker.com where you'll also find show notes and more info on any of our amazing guests and suppliers.